Hi, I'm Craig Lance. I'm Will Davison. I'm Mark Winterbottom. I'm Greg Murphy. We're the Forex Angels, and you're listening to the VA Insiders. It's your weekly dose of V8 news on the V8 Insiders. Now here's your host, Craig Revell. This weekend we see the youngest ton. A hundred rounds is is quite a bit and it makes you feel a little bit older knowing that you know I've achieved that at this um, point in my career. As he cools down as the splitter war heats up. We look at that and more today as the lights go out on another edition of the V8 Insiders. You've taken the V8 to the races. You watch the action on TV. Now read about them in V8X Magazine. V8X Magazine, dedicated to just one thing, V8 supercars. Showcasing some of today's best writers and award-winning photographers, V8X brings you all the news and in-depth interviews demanded by today's V8 supercar fans in one action-packed magazine. V8X, the number one magazine in V8 supercar coverage. Out now. Rick Kelly will this weekend become the youngest driver to achieve 100 event starts at the weekend at Slimmons Plains. I'm probably not really thinking too much about that, I'm more so thinking about the championship position I've got in front of me, which is something I'm really excited about. Um, to be fifth in the points at this early stage of our team, I think is um, you know, a great success in itself. Kelly says the team's enthusiasm is up for the Apple Island round. By no means are we sitting around celebrating the position we're in. We have you know, a team meeting quite regularly and we sit down in that and work out how we're going to go about improving and, and be, being one of the most competitive teams out there. And the guys within the team have got a lot of experience and a lot of great ideas on how to progress from where we are to the front. So um, that in itself excites me and there's a lot of enthusiasm and excitement from those you know, key guys within the team as well. The defending event champion is Todd Kelly, who says a good performance is vital for his team. It'll be a good indication for us to see how far we've gone and, and how much we've improved the cars. And uh, also, we're hoping to have a really strong round there to try and get back a few championship points. We're going to go there with a very similar setup, so similar springs and, and similar geometry to what we had last time as a baseline, just to try and see where we're at. While Splittergate has been the focus for many over the past few weeks, the official protests having been lodged by a number of Holden teams, Holden Motorsports Media Manager Gerald McDonald telling the V8 Insiders that the matter is a team issue and will not be affecting any of the Lions drivers this weekend. V8 Supercars declined to comment when the V8 Insiders contacted them, stating that as the matter is now in the hands of the officials, it would be inappropriate to make any announcement on the issue until their decision is handed down. The Dude is set to return to V8 Supercar Racing in the Fujitsu Series starting at Townsville, with the possibility of him running at the Sydney Homebush event at the end of the year. So what's The Dude been driving to keep his hand in? I've been doing racing a sprint car and enjoying that. Now the racing's been good. They treat the competitors like shit, but the the, the racing's good. And uh, you know, if they learned how to uh, look after their customers a bit more, they'd have a lot more people, you know, doing it. Sounds like you need to get involved in speedway uh, promotion. Ah, uh, mate, you lie down with dogs, you get fleas. So I'll just leave that to them. David Besnard has been announced as an endurance driver for Gary Rogers Motorsports, whilst reports of UK driver Ben Collins becoming the seventh for Kelly Racing in the Enduros has been denied by the team. 
The team has stated that they can confirm that their endurance drivers at this stage are their four main game guys, Nathan Preddy and Tony Riccadello. The team is talking with a number of other possible enduro drivers, but would not comment on if Collins was one of the potential pilots. Nathan Pretty told the V8 Insiders that he's looking forward to working with the Kelly Racing crew at Phillip Island and Bathurst. It's very impressive. I've uh, done a fair bit of work down with the boys and um, just helped in little areas um, doing things down there. And you know, it's a fantastic opportunity for me to to come and drive with them. And I know how hard they work in and out of the car and so on. And uh, it is a credit to what they've done and everything. And it's yeah, it's a huge privilege to be driving with them. Marcus Marshall and Intra Racing are looking for sponsorship. Marshall told the V8 Insiders of Winton that they're working with a bare-bones operation because of the sponsorship dramas. Uh, you know, but we get, we're getting by with five staff and kicking goals and, and uh, yeah, a few changes in the team and just sponsorship has been obviously a little bit tough for us. We've had to trim up a little bit to stay alive just for a little while. So, uh, yeah, look, that's, that's just the way it goes and we do, we're doing well for our small outfit. And that's the news on the V8 Insiders. On this week's White Flag Lab, Frosty tells us more about his Stone Brothers racing test and his thoughts on the changes in this season's championship. Controversy Corner is next when we return with more on the V8 Insiders. Hi, I'm Rick Kelly from Jack Daniels Racing and you're listening to the V8 Insiders. Take in the V8 to the races. You watch the action on TV. Now, read about them in V8X Magazine. V8X Magazine, dedicated to just one thing, V8 supercars. Showcasing some of today's best writers and award-winning photographers, V8X brings you all the news and in-depth interviews demanded by today's V8 supercar fans in one action-packed magazine. V8X, the number one magazine in V8 supercar coverage. Out now. Welcome back to the V8 Insiders. Joining us this week, it's the Big Pond team of Briar Gunther and Alan Edwards. Good evening. Good evening. How are you, Craig? Very well, thanks, Alan. And Briar, it should be interesting getting down there to Tassie. But uh, before we get to Tassie, is it going to be all split up? With the splitters being certainly the topic of conversation for the last couple of weeks, or since Winton, in fact, where uh, teams are saying that they're illegal... I guess if they're a Holden team or not a Triple Eight team, Roland says, "Well, we won't run them; it won't make any difference. Except we might break a few splitters, but uh, you know, we're only trying to uh, save costs in V8 supercars, not to worry about uh, anything like that." And then you have teams like Jack Daniels, uh, sorry, Jim Beam Racing, saying, "Well, we're going to run them because they're legal." Yeah, that's right. Jim Beam um, are the the one and only team at the moment that have confirmed that they're running it. Um, but the latest as well is that uh, it all could be done and dusted in Tasmania um, because there's going to be a, a protest uh, or a hearing on the uh, the Friday, uh, which is the latest news. So um, it, it all could be finalised um, at Simmons Plains, but we'll just have to see how it goes. Alan, it's not too often in, v- in recent V8 supercar history that we've seen protests going to CAMS. Uh, normally, with the teams running the sport, they've been able to work things out behind closed doors. Yeah, and it's, it's quite interesting. It's almost like uh, V8 Supercars Australia, if you like, have thrown their hands in the air and said, this one's too hard. Um, why don't you sort it out for us, Mr Cams? Which is, uh, I actually quite find uh, a little bit amusing. It is crazy because 
you would expect an organising body that's sanctioning and scrutineering their own vehicles, if they can't make the final decision on what's legal and what's not, then why should uh, we expect CAMS, who, let's all face it, Briar, last year, CAMS and V8 supercars were absolutely at loggerheads over uh, some of the things that were going on in the uh, in the uh, series, weren't they? Yeah, they sure, sure were. There were a few things around the, the Bathurst time um, when they weren't seeing eye to eye at. Um, I think things have, have glossed over since then and, and it is a bit rosier, but um, I think Cam's um, problem with the whole issue of, of their intervention was that it wouldn't have been done, I guess you could say, properly, and that was because there had been no protest lodged. And um, although I, I must point out that um, the Chief Executive Officer is apparently the only person in the because who does have the power to request Cam's intervene, um, he's, he did that, that's Cameron Levick, uh, but they said no. They they rejected that, so um, the teams have taken the next step to um, to protest the matter, and um, and that has forced the uh, the CAMS intervention. Now we talk about the split amounts. It's interesting because they say they must be fixed, Alan. And as you and I both know, engineers, being engineers, are always looking for what's not set in the rules, not necessarily what is set in the rules. And if you happen to make a mount that securely fixes the splitter to the mount, it's securely fastened. Now, if the mount's not securely fastened to the vehicle, that's the loophole that is being exploited, if you like, uh, in this situation, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. And, I mean, even... I mean, obviously, my understanding is that the... Um, the triple eight one, if you like, is some sort of... has some sort of um, either a spring on it or some sort of flexible material and, and, and actually, you know, really... Um, you know, there's quite a, a fair amount of movement, but there has been some suggestion as well that even some of the more standard bolts, uh, when fitted in a certain way, allow the front splitter to move. So, you know, it, it's opened up a whole can of worms, if you like. And of course, it's been interesting that Campbell Little has come under fire because he, I, in my opinion, did the right thing, said it's about a triple eight car. I was a chief engineer and planner on the design of these cars. I'm going to step aside and let this matter be decided on by neutral parties. But uh, it seems people are either criticising, saying Campbell had influence, which you'd think if he stepped aside that would have uh, not made him influenced on it, or and the, all the others are saying, oh, that's you know completely irresponsible by Campbell because he's the technical director he should be involved in it and I, I guess in this situation there Briar you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't yeah that's right I mean I, I think he was in really you know in a no-win situation but to me I my feeling on that is that the whole um perceived conflict of interest is just complete rubbish I mean he's been appointed to do a job he should do the job what what job he did before he was appointed to do this job, to me, is totally irrelevant. Brian? Yeah, well, the thing is, is that there's been a, a few conflicting um, sort of stories about what Campbell's involvement has been, but my understanding um, from V8 Supercars is that he has been involved in the whole process, and, um, and I agree with Alan, he, he should be. I mean, that, that is his job. Um, but there is a bit of a concern there from the other teams that, you know, there is a conflict of interest. I can, in, to a degree, sort of see where they're coming from. I mean, Campbell would have known about these mounts um, when he took the job. And, I mean, I'm not suggesting and he's ruled them, 
you know, that they are legal, and I'm, I'm not suggesting that they are illegal, but, um, I mean, you know, he would have known about it um, a long time before he got the job. So I, I can understand where the other teams are coming from. It is uh, a question that's always raised when you do have people involved. Look, I, I'm, I, I seem to remember, Alan, and your memory would be far greater than mine, but wasn't there complaint Haddock becoming the CEO of V8 Supercars because of his long established uh, ties with Dick Johnson Racing at the time? Yeah, there was. And um, as we saw, you know, um, Wayne was the ultimate professional and I don't believe at any stage he ever allowed that, um, his former association to, to get in the way of doing his job with V8 Supercars Australia. And I really don't see why it would be any different to uh, with Campbell. Like, you know, I think uh, Campbell is a, an above-board type person and, uh, you know... As I said, I think that that aspect of it is, is totally irrelevant and I'll sort of stand by my, uh, my beliefs on that. Well, if we have a situation like a split amount coming into such criticism, it sort of puts into perspective some of the other things over the years we've seen. We saw Larry's bar down the centre of the windscreen. That that was a storm in a teacup. You had the handbrakes on the HRT cars. And uh, once again, turned out to be a real storm in the teacup. We have to have these sort of things because there's such a big break, isn't there, between races, Alan? Oh, there is, and, and I, I actually think that this is um, the, the one thing to come out of this is that it's been absolutely fantastic for the media. I mean, between Splitter Gate, if you, if you want to call it that, and um, the Spring um, Fire issue, it's, it's certainly uh, put the focus of sport back in the media, and, and uh, you know, I really think that. Um, if you like, but that's been the whole positive out of it, that, uh, that it's given the media something to talk about rather than um, rather than talking about some of the racing on the, on the track at the moment, which has been a bit bland at times. Mm. We're going to speak about that racing on the track right after this break on the V8 Insiders. The views expressed on V8 Insiders, including the panellists and guests, do not reflect those of the network, Thunder Media, sportradio.com.au or V8X magazine. Any publication or rebroadcast of the show without the expressed written permission of Thunder Media is strictly prohibited. Hi, I'm Craig Lance from Team Vodafone and you're listening to V8 Insiders. Take in the V8 to the races. You watch the action on TV. Now, read about them in V8X Magazine. V8X Magazine, dedicated to just one thing, V8 Supercars. Showcasing some of today's best writers and award-winning photographers, V8X brings you all the news and in-depth interviews demanded by today's V8 Supercar fans in one action-packed magazine. V8X, the number one magazine in V8 Supercar coverage. Out now. Welcome back to the V8 Insiders, where Brian Gunther and also Alan Edwards join me, Craig Revelling. Guys, we need to preview the Tassie event. Of course, the event winner last year was Todd Kelly. The milestone for this round, or this event, sorry, is Rick Kelly starting his 100th. So Jack Daniels Racing has a lot to play for. Brian. Um, yeah, well, they sure do. Um 
I mean, yeah, Rick's heading up for 100. Um, you know, the team's on track now. They, they really proved themselves at, at Winton with the uh, the results that they had. It was, I guess, the, the first of the, the first four events, including the non-championship Grand Prix, uh, where they they really did show that, you know, this is it. Yeah, we're a new team, but, hey, we, we can pull out the results. So um, they'll definitely be looking to, to solidate that, consolidate that, rather, at, um, at Simmons Plains. And, I mean, you know, Rick's been, been doing other things, like with his, um, his, his jet... Um, remote control toy and, and things like that. So, I mean, it's um, in other respects as well, but, you know, they'll be knuckling down this weekend and, and, and looking to do well. And, and I think both Toyota and Rick will do um, pretty well at Simmons Plains. All right. Now, the other team that uh, is going extremely well on the racetrack but financially is a real worries into racing and Marcus Marshall will be uh, one that a lot of people have eyes on this round won't they, Alan? Uh, yeah, they certainly will. I mean, um, as you say, he's been doing extremely well on the track. It just seems that he can't take a trick with uh, with sponsorship at the moment. My, my understanding is that there um, there is some um, positive news coming up soon, but uh, he just hasn't quite uh, dotted all the I's and crossed all the T's. So uh, that probably that sort of news probably won't come out in the open now until after Simmons plays, but. Uh, We'll just wait and see, and, uh, you know, I, I expect him to do well at the train. Now, 3F Racing, Briar, that is uh, another team that has a very black car, but uh, how do we think the Fioris are going to go getting onto the track and, uh, well, trying to maintain some momentum out of what they had at Winton? Um, I believe they've actually got a bit of a, a colour change for Simmons Plains. I don't think it will be black. Um, so they're making sure that all the remnants of Team Kiwi um, are gone. But, um, I mean, Dean this year has, has stated that it's not about the results. It's about making sure that he finishes races, um, that he, he gets to learn the tracks and things like that. So he's not really out at the moment to um, to really be, you know, making strides up the championship um, points or um, or even up on the race results for that matter. Um, he's just out to, to make sure that he finishes races and that the car stays, um, stays clean. Mm. Now, over at, uh, at Valvoline Cummins Racing, they had their most disappointing round at Winton, so they'll be looking to bounce back down there in Tassie Allen, and hopefully we can see Lee Caruso, as uh, the Auckland Papers like to call the pair, and the uh, front running once again. They qualified well, but just ha everything went wrong in the race. Yeah, that's right, and I know Lee was extremely disappointed with um, the results at their test track, so... He'll be super keen to uh, to get out down in, in Tassie and uh, get some good results. I mean, it's sort of almost a case of deja vu for him where last year he started the championship really well um, and then last year the, the track that sort of uh, derailed him, if you like, was um, was Barbagallo in Perth this year. It was, it was Winton. Um, so, yeah, he'll be hoping to get back on, on track down at uh, Simmons Plains. Well, we haven't talked about the team at the front, uh, except for the fact that they aren't running the controversial split amount, Briar. But what do you think Triple Eight's chances are of Craig Lowndes and Jamie Winkup picking up another victory? Uh, I think it's pretty high. Um, although I would probably say that, that it's just a hunch that Craig will finish um, better than, than Jamie, whether that be one place or, or a few, I don't know, but that's just my hunch for this weekend. Um, I mean, they both did really well uh, last year at the at Simmons Plains. 
Craig was um, was a bit better in in some aspects, and I mean Craig coming off the back of his um, his Winton or two race wins there, he'll be uh, keen to to keep that momentum going. So uh, I reckon they'll both do do really well. Don't be surprised if it's another Tim Vodafone and whitewash this weekend. Can HRT do anything, Ellen? Um, well, it, again, that. You know, Will Davison's in a situation a, a bit like Lee Holdsworth, where he is super, super keen to uh, to get out there and uh, and uh, have a um, a really good race. Um, obviously, Garth will be as well. I mean, those guys. I hesitate to use the word underperforming, but those guys probably aren't up in the championship as, as perhaps we thought they would be at this stage of the year. So they've certainly got a lot to prove. Um, I think just. Jumping back a little bit and going back to uh, to Team Vodafone, it'll be interesting as well, I think, to see if uh, Jamie tries to do any donuts this year down at Simmons Plains and uh, if he keeps it out of a ditch this time. It is going to be interesting, but you have to win the races before you can get to do the donuts. Guys, we need to go into Gas and Go here very shortly, but I will say that uh, I am interested that... Uh, what do we think about... The changes in the regulations or the racing for races seven and eight in the championship because we have the soft tyre on again. And it sounds like two compulsory pit stops. Now, I thought the whole idea of having uh, fuel and tyres that you had to change was going to get us away from compulsory pit stops, bruh. Yeah, well, that did seem to be the indication at the start of the year. However, um, we've had all the, the whole issue with the, the tanks. So basically with the current system of 120-litre fuel tanks, um, the teams can or don't have to make a stop during the, uh, the 100k races, um, which is my understanding of it, and they only have to make, I believe, one during the 200-kilometre stop. So the eight supercars want to see more exciting racing. They want to see more strategy. So they have um, turned around and... Um, and said, well, coming up from Tasmania for the rest of the year, you have to make one compulsory pit stop during the 100-kilometre race and two compulsory pit stops during the 200-kilometre race. You must take on 50 kilometres worth of fuel in the 100 race and 100 litres of fuel in the 200 race. So that was because there was a big major uproar over um, a, a decision to implement these smaller fuel tanks. Um, the team said it would just cost too much. So Visa has gotten rid of that and they've said, OK, well, too bad you've got compulsory pit stops. This is how it's going to work from now on. Um, the concern, I guess, is that it's a bit confusing. For um, however, I think as long as V8 Supercars Australia and the media has a part to play in this, as, as long as uh, the information gets um, across to, to the fans and that they actually know what's going on instead of going suddenly, oh, well, hang on, how come there is these CPSs all of a sudden? Um, and, and they weren't at the start of the year. Uh, as long as it's all communicated effectively and, and fans understand it, then there shouldn't really be so much of a problem. This, Alan, really just confuses people more than helps people, doesn't it? We saw the mass confusion the fans had during the race. I went back and watched the Channel 7 tape and they were even confused. And when you've got Scaife, Crompton and White all confused with what's going on, obviously, what is the poor punter that doesn't have the wealth of experience and knowledge that, that uh, those guys have? Yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head there in, in what you were saying is I don't necessarily think that the problem is the new rules and it's more a case of uh, people, commentators in particular, both at the track and the, the television commentators getting used to them and getting on top of them and then um, giving the, the correct information to the, uh, to the followers. I mean, I 
in the past have, have never really been a fan of, of pit stops and compulsory pit stops. And I've always seen I've always been a bit of a purist, as you know, um, and always thought that it was artificial racing. But um, I'm actually coming around to you know I, I love the whole um, soft tyre. Uh, soft compound tyre situation and, and just the um, the action that that created at Winton and a bit of bits and barge and I, I just think that was fantastic for the uh, for the racing. So um, you know, yeah, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's the purest part of me says that it's, it's artificial racing and that we shouldn't have it. But the entertainment from you know the entertainment side of it, the entertainment value that it gave, I thought was fantastic. Uh, yes, you are right that. The, um, it created some, con- some confusion in both the crowd and out there in television land. But I think that's now, you know, the responsibility of the track commentators and the television commentators, and they really need to step up and just get on top of that. Mm, gas and go time now here on the V8 Insiders. Gas and go brought to you by the V8 Supercar Survey, only at Forex's V8 Supercar site, the Forex Gold V8 Supercar Survey of 2009. Your chance to say what you think of V8 Supercar Racing. Log on now and have your own gas and go. Gas and go first question now will go to Alan Edwards. Should Simmons Plain stay in the championship? Oh, definitely. It's, um, it's basically you know, a huge believer that we should have... Um uh, around every state of the, uh, around the championship in every state of the country, and um, to the best of my knowledge, Simmons Plains is certainly the best place to have it in Tasmania. I don't think Hobart has a big enough population um, to even, you know, entertain the idea of a of a street race. Um, and to be honest, I don't know any of the other tracks well enough in Tasmania to to know whether they would be the right ones to host a. Uh, a V8 supercar round, but I have no real problems with uh, Simmons Plains. I think it's a, a fantastic place to go racing. A little bit cold at times, but a fantastic place to go racing. Briar, will the constant changing of pit stop and tyre rules get people more confused than the racing itself will be improved? Um, oh, look, you could argue yes to that question. Uh, I mean, it, it, it is bound to cause a, a lot of confusion amongst the fans, um, as we saw at Winton. But I think the thing that needs to be concentrated on is, is would you rather a little bit of confusion over who's leading the race or, or other, specs, other, other aspects of the race um, and, and have really exciting racing? Or would you rather the whole processional thing where, yeah, you know what's going on, but it's boring as the proverbial. So, I mean, I think that, you know, if the fans are just in, enjoying the spectacular that's being put on, um, which we did see at Winton, and I, I really do hope continue at Simmons Plains, um, then, you know, I, I would be pretty happy. <laughs> it's 58 seconds around the... or 58, 59 seconds around the Simmons Plains track, Alan. Should we have more short tracks like this in the championship? We have Winton, we have uh, Simmons Plains and also Barbagello over in Perth. But Simmons Plains is one of those ones where the lap's over as you blink. It certainly is, but I don't really see a problem with that. I'd, as long as we have... a you know, a, a good mix of um, of tracks. I'd hate to see, you know, every single track having a, a 58 or a minute lap, um, just as much as I'd hate to see, you know, a uh, Bathurst length track at, um, at every round. I, I just think it's great that we have the variety um, in our championship. Briar, do you think we will see more carnage like we saw at Winton because of the soft tyre rules? Uh, I think the uh, 
uh, the hairpin will, will be where the carnage is at. Uh, it, it usually happens around there if it's going to happen at Simmons Plains. Um, yeah, yeah, these soft tyres and it could get very, very hairy. So um, I think there will be in some parts of the track, um, I mean, down sort of the long back straight, you'll have a lot of passing and things like that. Um, but as for like carnage in terms of like the carnage we saw on Garth Tender's car, I think a lot of that should be minimised. But then again, you know, we could see a, a hell of a lot of crash and bash this weekend. All right, then to both of you, Alan, first, what will be the biggest surprise from this weekend's racing? I'm going to go out on a limb here and probably at the end of a race weekend I'll look like a galah, but many people would say that wouldn't be the first time that's happened. But um, I'm going to say that I think the Jim Beam racing guys are going to be the surprise packet of this weekend. Simmons Plains with its long straight uh, can be a power track and uh, we all know that... Um, that Dick Johnson Racing has uh, never really struggled for horsepower. So I'm going to say keep your eye out for, uh, for Junior and James this weekend. All right, Brian, what's the biggest surprise? Um, I'll go out on a, another limb and, and say that um, Jason Richards will be keen to uh, to get back in form and will um, impress all at Simmons Plains. All right, then that's Gas and Go, brought to you by the V8 Supercar Fan Survey at 4X's V8 Supercar site. Finally to both of you. Who will win race seven and race eight of the championship? I find it really, really hard to um, go past Team Vodafone. I know that's a boring answer, but um, I actually think that we'll see a uh, Team Vodafone 1-2 again. What order they're in, I'm, you know, I, I think that um, hopefully that'll be the... Um, the interesting part, if you like, of the weekend of, of seeing what order it's in and, and maybe it's mixed up a little bit. Yeah, I would have to agree, but I will um, go a bit stronger and say that it'll be um, a lounge win. Oh, going out and giving us names and numbers. Briar, Gunther, we look forward to reading all your works in Big Pond Sport and, of course, V8X Magazine, which is in stores now. But, of course, Big Pond is uh, the immediate source for news and current events. Yeah, that's correct. Thanks for having me on, Craig. All right, no worries at all. And Alan Edwards, it's uh, Motorsport Legends. Must be uh, getting close to hit the stands once again, if I haven't missed it by a week. Um, with the one on the stand at the moment is issue number five, which is... Um Sorry, issue number six, how quickly they go by, um, the, which is the one with the Elson on the cover. Uh, and, yeah, we're madly working away at the moment on issue number seven. So that probably won't hit the stands for a, about another month or so. But um, there's still plenty of um, the, or not plenty, but enough of the Elson issue out on the stands for you to, to get out there and get it if you haven't got it and um, keep supporting us. All right, then, and, of course, you'll have plenty of stories as well from the Big Pond site for the V8 supercar lovers. Thanks very much for your time. I'm going for Stephen Johnson. I think uh, you might not be looking as uh, goosey as what you think there, Alan. Thank you. We'll be back with the White Flag Lap next on the V8 Insiders. To ask a question of the V8 Insiders, just email them at v8insiders at sportradio.com.au. Stay tuned for more. Hi, it's Bugs here. Jason Bugwana from the Sprint Gas Racing Team, and you are listening to V8 Insiders. You've taken the V8 to the races. You watch the action on TV. Now, read about them in V8X Magazine. V8X Magazine, dedicated to just one thing, V8 Supercars. 
showcasing some of today's best writers and award-winning photographers. V8X brings you all the news and in-depth interviews demanded by today's V8 supercar fans in one action-packed magazine. V8X, the number one magazine in V8 supercar coverage. Out now. This week's White Flag Lab, Mark Winterbottom joins us. And Mark, I would imagine, just like you've been thinking about having driven the Stone Brothers racing car and how it's different to yours, old Shane Van Ginsbergen would be enjoying his opportunity to see the differences in your car. Yeah, you always think that you, you've uh, developed your car to the, to the best it can be. Um, and then when you drive someone else, you think, you know, gee, we've missed out on this little area. So really just creates a bit more awareness on what other areas you can improve and and um, you know, I'm lucky that I've driven for that team before and it was a pretty easy fit to go straight back up there and drive it because all the, the, the guys that worked on my development car were pretty well the same guys that were there so um, yeah, it did make it pretty easy to fit straight back in and it was, it was really good, the car was actually really strong and I uh, did some pretty good times up there on the, uh, on the afternoon and um, yeah, I was really, uh, really impressed with how the, the cars, you know, are both forwards, but they're both a lot different to drive. So it just proves that setup is a is a massive part of what we what we do, and uh, you know, hopefully we can get some ideas off off what they've um, what they've got in their car. Where was the biggest difference between your car and their car? Uh, it's it's a lot of difference. So if you went into detail, we'd be on there for quite a while. But um, just little areas, you know, you develop. Um, an area of your car that's a strength and then you keep going down that path and their car, um, you know, their car turns very well in the middle of the corner so you you can, uh, you know, definitely develop that strength and, and keep going and make their car a lot quicker but, uh, you know, it is really good at the moment anyway so I don't want to make it too much quicker otherwise it'll be uh, too hard to beat them. After you, you did the uh, swap at Winton and at Queensland Raceway, Shane's sitting back there going, man, Frosty's got this, this and this. How do I get that now? And and you're probably thinking the same thing. Hey, Shane's got this. If I can just develop that, I can get ahead again. Yeah, for sure. And and um, you know the, the idea of the test was to be uh, to be pretty open about it because there's no use doing the uh, doing the test if we've got both going to be um, you know pretty secretive about what we've just tested. So um, you know you're not going to get the bits on your car tomorrow or. Um, we make changes to your car to suit what they've got, but um, eventually a long, long-term goal is to to make sure that whatever little bits we can get on the car, we do, and, and um, we move both or four cars up the grid, not just FPR or Stone Brothers, move them all up. So, um, yeah, goal is to to work both together. We've done our tests, and um, now try and work out what bits we need and, and move forward. Would I be right in saying that if Jamie and Craig hadn't won just about everything this season so far, that opportunity wouldn't have presented itself? Uh, I don't know about that because, uh, you know, Triple Eight have got pretty well six cars in the field. They've got there too, the, the DGR cars, the Crookshank cars and the Marcus Marshall car. And you look at the Holden team, they've got um, Garth and uh, Will and then the uh, two HSV cars plus the BJR cars. So it's sort of forcing you to go down that line anyway, whether we were dominating the series or Triple Eight were or whoever, but um, it's probably the logical thing. The two forward-supported teams, um, you know, work together and, and uh, you know, it's probably more the other that's forced you to do it than um, the outright results because you always back yourself that you can get your car right and 
Triple H obviously having a good run, but their, their streak won't last. You know, another team will come past and have a good run, and then we'll all be talking about them. So, um, you know, that's the way motorsport works. You, you sit on your hands for one second, and you, you're not moving forward. So uh, you'll get caught out. Have you enjoyed all the format changes and the tyre changes? And, and, you know, this year they just about turned everything on its head for uh, certainly these uh, sprint races, or what were traditionally the sprint race rounds. Yeah, it's been it's been good. It's um, definitely caused a bit of uh, interest in the paddock because you've got strategy as a massive part of how you approach a race now, and uh, you know it's quite it's quite interesting. So, um, but it doesn't really matter what the drivers think if the fans enjoy it, then uh, then it's a success. So, um, really, I think the uh, you know the soft tyre worked pretty well straight away. It was a very very good tyre. Um, it really made the cup handle uh, a lot better than what it normally does on the control tyre. So um, you had to deal with setup issues and little things like that. But um, you know, so far a success. I think you've seen different people lead races, and and uh, you know, and Craig proved on the weekend if you if you're good enough, you will win. Uh, it was both races anyway on the strategy. So uh, plenty of passing, plenty of interest, and plenty to watch. I guess. And, um, yeah, hopefully the fans enjoyed it. That's, that's the main goal. My thanks to Briar Gumper and Alan Edwards as the checker flag waves over another edition of the V8 Insiders. Keep smiling and bye for now. Join us next week for more V8 Insiders, only on v8x.com.au.